Fresh Art International presents conversations about creativity in the 21st century. Good morning, Kathy. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Good morning, John. How are you doing? I'm great. Our worldwide Super. traveler. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to keep up with myself. Where am I, actually? I have to remember every day when I wake up. Yeah, it's got to be great. I mean, it's uh, last time we heard you were in, was it, uh, refresh my memory. Athens, Greece. That's correct. The uh, fantastic folks at Cannibal Radio as well. Got to give a shout out to them. They've got a lot of economic and social issues to deal with, and um, it's, it's a very valiant effort on the part of the culture producers there to moving ahead and... They're doing a great job. They're they're inspiring me when I spent time with them. That's fantastic. So now, um, as uh, the listeners might be curious as to what's going on here and why are we on the phone call with a host, it turns out that Kathy Bird, host of Fresh Art International, is actually traveling Europe, uh, visiting, if I'm not mistaken, a lot of the biennials and all the uh, art fairs on the other side of the pond, correct? Right. No art fairs this time, but definitely biennials, international exhibitions, and looking for art encounters uh, in some places that I've never been before. I'm sitting in a flat in Neukölln, Berlin. Beautiful. Yeah, I was about to get to that. So now you're in Berlin, but we're going to be focusing more on Norway um, which you previously visited and you had such a great time. Apparently, it's going to be a fantastic show. Tell us, can you brief us a little bit about what today's show is going to be all about? I recorded a lot of uh, a performance and sound art that was very interesting, as well as some conversations with the artists producing those projects in Oslo, which is the capital of Norway, and in Tromsø, which is a town of the Arctic Circle where that people know for the Northern Lights. It's not the time of year for the Northern Lights, but nonetheless, uh, just like Miami, there's a year-round uh, cultural community there. Artists run spaces, uh, a music venue called Salt, a music and art venue with a sauna. Uh, with a sauna? As one element of it that had sound. Sauna. I went in a sauna. Woohoo. And I'll tell you a little uh, adventure I had. I jumped fjord. I jumped in the ocean in Oslo <laughs> for about two seconds. Part of the ritual of experiencing uh, Norway is not the polar bear exactly, the polar bear plunge that everybody knows, but it was a very brief few moments I spent in, in Oslo after being in a Hello? Windrin, which I'll be sharing with you today. Have I lost you? You're kind of breaking up a little bit. Hello? So we're chatting with uh, Kathy Bird here. Uh, she's going to call us back in just a couple seconds. Apparently, this whole internet thing is, uh, is, is kind of a drag. I know. Uh, be patient with us because, um, I mean, you can imagine how they send signals from one side of the world to the other. 
You still haven't perfected it. 2017. Oh, boy. But I am uh, Mr. Jolt, and I'm chatting here with Kathy Bird, a curator and radio host of Fresh Art International. Here she is again. Let's see if we can get some kind of connection here. Kathy, welcome back. Hi there. Thanks, John. Ah. Uh, <laughs> those transcontinental calls, I guess. I was just talking uh, about that. Yeah. We're we're challenged, but we, we're going to prevail. Exactly. Um, I said 2017, and we still haven't figured it out. I know. It's so great that we have the internet and this ability to make these calls, but they're they're still quite unreliable sometimes. Exactly. I don't know. Um, Should we blame it on the European Union or on America? I, that that's the question. I don't even know. I don't know. I don't even know. I feel really that I'm able to do this. So, few blips here and there. I'm I'm okay with it. Exactly. Truly, I feel. <laughs> I wanted to see if you can recap what you told us about Norway and your polar bear escapade in the ocean and all that. Uh, you were breaking up a little bit, so I thought it'd be a, it oh, was a very funny story. <laughs> okay. Well, in Oslo, uh, I recorded sounds National Museum. I recorded them in different sound spaces. Uh, I mean, uh, exhibition spaces uh, run by artists and at a university and then one place i recorded sound was inside a sauna uh, at this venue called salt which is an art and music venue at the edge of the water in oslo and one rite of passage that i was there was a group of curators from around the world and we were invited to have dinner there and to enjoy this sauna and Everyone was in the sauna getting very hot, and then we ran outside and jumped in the fjord for about two seconds <laughs> and jumped back out and ran back into the sauna. So uh, it was my rite of passage. Uh, <laughs> to Valhalla? Right. <laughs> well, that, that's that's a tradition out there. I'm still. I always wonder if that uh, if it's good for you or bad for you. I'm thinking maybe a, a couple of uh, I don't know spasms or muscle contractions. <laughs> mm, I don't know. I I I was so stimulated by having done it. I could hardly fall asleep that night. Really? Um, of course. Part of the reason you can't sleep like you might in the U.S. when you're in Norway. The far north, the the sun shines. The sun sets around eleven at night uh, in Oslo, and then in Tromsø, the sun set for about two seconds at one a.m. and then rose again. Like it was just, it was always light. Wow! Always, you have to have room darkening shades, and uh, you know, deal uh, with it in order to not be adopted. Uh, very stimulating to be in that much light. A couple of things I want to share with you that you'll be hearing today's show, besides the sound of uh, Tori Ranis, this musician artist that has a solo at the National Museum of Contemporary Art in Oslo, and Jana Windren's sound art in the sauna, and also Jana's work is in the Polar Museum in Tromsø in an exhibition called living ice um there was also this remarkable man named andy zombie who 
is a Sami. Sami is the the nomadic, indigenous nomadic culture of Norway and Scandinavia and upper the northern reaches of Russia. He had this way of telling stories and also of singing a traditional song form called Yoiking. Y-O-I-K-I-N-G. And on this show, you're going to hear Yoiking. Whoa! I know. It's super cool. And there are artists that are doing their own versions, a contemporized version of Yoiking. Uh, Andy did an experiment himself in this one project he performed in the far north. And Marita Isabel Solberg, based in Tromso, she's a Sami artist, as is he, uh, who did a performance and talked to me about her performance. And then there's this really cool artist named Charlotte Nielsen, who is leading a slow fashion movement in Mm. Norway, where she is teaching people how to make clothes from other clothes. And many of her fashions combine traditional Sami, which is indigenous clothing and, and contemporary clothes. And she's doing protests about recycling, reusing, slowing it down, and not consuming so much of fashion, of throwaway fashion, you know. Mm-hmm. So you're going to hear her conversation with me and one of her protests, uh, public protest about slow fashion or fast fashion. Um, and the final performance you'll hear is this artist named Amut Sfin, who does this entire performance about the, I guess it would be the predominant influence of Ikea in Norway itself. And it's very funny performance. Uh, and I, I'll just save it for you to listen to. But uh, it's a super cool group of people I met, many, many, many other voices I recorded that you'll hear in future episodes and shows on Jolt. So I'm excited for that. But this this show is really unusual. I think everyone will enjoy listening to something they're not expecting to hear. I, I'm, I'm stoked, and I'm sure the listeners, uh, they're definitely in for a treat. Uh, word word on the streets here, Kathy, in Miami, is that you're going to come back an art guru. Really, I'll be holding <laughs> I'll be holding special sessions and channeling other cultures into Miami. Correct, That's quite possible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So before before we even get into the uh, the show itself, I wanted to go ahead and uh, ask you for the listeners so they can know what we'll be getting into. Uh, future shows where do you go from uh from norway obviously what what are you going to cover after this well uh, as you know uh, i'm in berlin right now for two weeks and i am roving the streets capturing sounds of the ambient sounds also interviewing artists and curators that are involved with sound art mm-hmm. in particular I did. Uh, I will note that in our last conversation, you asked me to go visit Oye Record Store in Berlin, and I recorded with the owner yesterday. So you'll be hearing that conversation. Woo. I know. 
there's a performance tonight that I'm going to witness, uh, another one tomorrow evening. Where's your next stop? (laughs) Next stop is Castle, Germany, for Documenta 14. Uh, When I called from Athens, I was exploring Documenta 14 projects in Athens. That's an international exhibition that comes from Castle, Germany, and is actually presented this year in two cities, Athens and Castle, Germany. So the opening for the castle part of the exhibition is next Wednesday for the preview. Uh, From there, I'm catching a train or a bus to Münster, Germany for a public art exhibition that happens only once every 10 years. So I'm witnessing some really rare moments of contemporary art history in the making. And I'm super excited that I'm able to share with with you and our listeners. I was about to get to that. And uh, it's uh, it's my honor to, to have you here. Uh, this is fantastic. Covering of uh, contemporary art at its best, I must say. Well, I hope so. I hope everyone finds it as intriguing as I do. Um, it it will be the show when I bring you Germany. I'll actually be in France when we when I call in. Wow. <laughs> so I hope everyone's not getting confused. It's just I'm producing these uh, shows as soon after as I experience them as I can and sharing them along the way. Um, you can look on our website, Fresh Art International, to see views of Norway and the contemporary art scenes that I visited. And, of course, keep watching as Berlin unfolds for another week. And these adventures in Castle, which will be another show on the line. Uh, There's just so much that I want to share. I hope that I can continue doing these remote field recordings to to share with Miami and the world beyond. I'm discovering a lot of commonalities that I'm going to be talking about when I get back to Miami and thinking about how to connect the culture makers here and there. That's fantastic. So for the listeners out there, if you're just tuning in, we've been chatting with uh, Kathy Bird from Fresh Art International, and she is currently in Berlin but touching the subject of uh, contemporary art in Norway. And that's what we're going to be getting into in a couple of seconds here. Uh, You'll also be able to listen to this uh, conversation that I had with Kathy and uh, the show after um, we chat. That will rebroadcast June 7th. So if you came in late, you will not miss a thing. You can also listen to the rebroadcast next week. And then the following week, we'll be uh, obviously chatting with Kathy live, and she'll be telling us about her experiences out in Berlin. Uh, So we're really, really stoked for that. Kathy, thank you so much. We're going to go ahead and get into the recording, and um, I hope you finish having a great time out in, uh, in Berlin and obviously Castle, and then we'll hear from you when you are in France. Yep, absolutely, John. Thanks again for being there, and uh, shout out to all our listeners. Fantastic. Kathy, have a great one, and we will be chatting uh, in the next two weeks. Okay, take care. All right, bye-bye.
Fresh Art International presents conversations about creativity in the 21st century. This is Fresh Art International. I'm Kathy Bird. Today, I'm sharing a wondrous set of sounds representing contemporary art and culture in Norway. I find myself in this part of the world because I'm a member of the International Association of Curators of Contemporary Art, also known as IKT, an organization designed to support and connect curators in our global community. This year, more than 100 curators meet in the capital city of Oslo and in Tromsø, a town that lies north of the Arctic Circle. Everywhere we go, I discover that listening is vitally important to a meaningful experience of contemporary culture in the region. One of my strongest first impressions is a video representing the work of musician and performance artist Tore Vranus. In her solo exhibition titled Hot Pockets at the Museum of Contemporary Art in Oslo, she uses costumes, props, voice, and movement to create suggestive and hypnotic pockets of time, secret spaces in her realm of magical thinking. Let's listen to a few minutes of the audio track from a three-hour live performance that she staged in 2014 with a cast of amazing characters. Visit freshartinternational.com to look inside the world you're about to enter through your ears. Oslo, after two intense days of museum and gallery visits, we gather at SALT, 
a nomadic art project currently situated on the city's shoreline, overlooking the famous Opera House. One of Salt's pyramid structures is a sauna. While we're inside absorbing the intense heat, we listen to a set of polar soundtracks. The one by Norwegian artist Jana Winderen transports us beneath the surface of the frigid fjord outside the window. I speak with Wendron on Skype to learn more about her work. She grew up near a lake in Norway that was dying of algae overgrowth. Beginning aged eight, she remembers facing environmental issues. Wendron studied marine biology before turning to explore the hidden depths of the sea through sound art. Her work is all about listening. I was very lucky to hear versions of the work you titled Spring Bloom and the Marginal Ice Zone in two completely unique settings in Norway. And it was pretty thrilling to find out the other day that you were the artist for both of those. I'm not surprised <laughs> because they're so gorgeous. Let's describe first where you recorded these sounds. In many years, I have been very uh, occupied with the ice in the north and I went to Greenland more than 10 years ago now and started recording uh, the, the ice melting there. Um, and then in, what must be three years ago now, I was part of uh, a project called um, 
Dark Ecology, which is initiated by um, Sonic Acts uh, in Amsterdam, and Hilde Meti, which is a curator in uh, in um, Chickeness. So I, I was with them on the trip uh, to Nitral, you know, this place in uh, right over the border to Russia. And in Chickeness, we had this project, and I started to see how kind of you know, there's opening up of the northeast passage, and sort of really, uh, they are the, the they were really really happy about this development. You know what happened there, and and then I kind of started to question this. You know, what will happen with the ecosystems when they open up the shipping passage through Asia this way? You know, it will uh, increase the shipping so much, and also you know very eager plant plants eager plants to uh, develop the oil industry in this area so really i thought so what about is this ice edge which the politicians are talking about so what is it exactly you know what is this ice edge in the barren sea so i wanted to go and experience the sea ice i was with the mamont foundation on a trip to the north pole where i was actually recording on and underneath the ice uh, talking to researchers there on and the year after, on the research ship um, Helma Hansen, um, uh, by the um, Tromsø University, they were looking into the plankton and into the spring bloom in May. That's a really important three, four weeks there, where where you have the spring bloom like you have on land. You know, but it's really important how the phytoplankton are then. Uh, um, you know, doing their photosynthesis and then the zooplankton come and eat them, you know, and this whole cycle of the kind of basis of the food web. And this will really be like disturbed and, you know, what was really scary to actually experience is the, the lack of ice. We couldn't get on to any areas with ice enough to be able to walk on. This ice is drifting from east to the west bringing along fighting. I was thrilled to listen in on the marginal ice uh, zone work, first in a sauna at this place called Salts at the edge of the fjord in Oslo, then inside an exhibition about the ice at the Polar Museum in Tromsø. Let's share with our listeners what are the discrete sounds when we listen to spring bloom? It starts with, with um, a bearded seal. Uh, this kind of amazing dropping tone that it makes. And it's this really large animal. So it was, for me, very, very surprising that this animal is making this kind of really tone that drops. Um, I saw I saw it coming out of the water and then it was quiet. So I, was, I had my hydrophones underwater there. Uh, this is right very close to this, what is called the, uh, uh, you know, this zone, this marginal ice zone uh, in the Barents Sea. And it's very important for the seals to have this, the ice, you know, to give birth on. So this, uh, they are essential uh, voices there and, and things will happen with them. You know? So you, you start, it starts with this and then uh, you hear the crackling of the ice, of the melting of this ice. Um, uh, which has this kind of popping sounds and that sounds, and then depending on how old and how compressed the, the ice is, you hear it differently. 
So I record her inside of the ice itself with hydrophones and underneath the ice. Hydrophones are specially made for underwater recordings, um, slightly different than the microphone technology. And, uh, and then you'll hear, I think in that excerpt, there was some grunting sound of, um, uh, of uh, Pollock. Uh, it's a codfish. Uh, for them, there's also a really important environment, especially the cod. They go out there to, uh, to feed uh, for many years before they come back to the region's coast spawn. Um, then there is some crackling of, uh, of crustaceans uh, in a bit shallower areas, uh, I think, yeah. You mentioned um, humpbacks yeah. and orcas. Yes, yes. Sure, yeah, there's, uh, there's also some sound of the humpbacks and, and the orcas. The orcas uh, come in to the coast of, of Norway around January and, uh, you know, they, they come after the smaller fish, after the herring, uh, so they kind of enter into the fjords. So I wanted to also have a, a voice of the, of, the, of the orcas and of the humpbacks in the piece. You also mentioned eco-locating by dolphins that you could hear. Yes, you have uh, different species of dolphins also in this area, and they are also, you know, migrating. I mean, the humpbacks are migrating from this area to the, you know, to the Caribbean, where I've also been recording them when they go there to give birth. Uh, but also the, the dolphins, they have this kind of characteristic, um, sort of almost electric kind of, kind of sound that they make with, um, when they are hunting for fish, you know, or orientating themselves in an area. And, uh, and this also has a very, a very, very strong sound uh, that you, you will hear anywhere there are dolphins. And also pilot whales, for example, all toothed whales are using um, echolocating, uh, echolocation as a, as a tool, so to say, even above audible range for humans up into the range of more than 100,000 hertz. What do you hope comes of your investment in documenting and sharing what's going on in this watery underworld? I'm really hoping that people get inspired to, uh, to listen and to think another thoughts about it. And, uh, and I think through introducing to people that creatures underwater are are using sound. It's not at all a silent uh, place. No, there is, uh, and we are, I think, often quite ignorant to uh, how we are putting, you know, also sound becomes pollution from ships, from military uh, sonars, from, you know, seismic testing and, uh, you know, all these activities and industrial activities we are doing. So hopefully that um, you know that it becomes common knowledge for all children now in school that fish are also making sound. They actually say work, 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 you know, and they make <laughs> the sound with drum muscles on their swim bladder, for example. This is the most important thing to me. Yeah.
In Tromsø, we encounter contemporary interpretations of Norway's indigenous Sami culture. The Sami are people perhaps best known as nomadic reindeer herders. Historically, their community has flowed across national borders in the far north. Some of the next sound experiences I'm going to share represent different readings of the Sami song form known as Yoikin. Our first day above the Arctic Circle begins with Sami artist Marita Isobel Solberg's performance inside the Tromsø Academy of Contemporary Art and Creative Writing. Here are the last few minutes of her ritual enactment. the performance. I want to know more about her practice. I'm from a small valley up north in north of Trums called Mandalm or Olmaivagi in Sami. I have a Trumsa as base and I travel actually most of the world with doing yeah doing art projects and I also went to Miami Beach. <laughs> oh, you did? Where, yeah. What were you doing there? Um, for Miami Arch Basel, actually, actually in 2016, December. This very last one. Yeah, I, I went to, I was a part of the this new um, art fair, Ex Contemporary. So performance is your media. Yes, mostly these days. But um, yeah, I have a base actually working also with uh, materialist materials and clay and sculpture sort of. That um, were part of the performance. That's, uh, I use dough now. <laughs> I saw so that. Sort of, yeah. Well, let's mm. talk about the performance. Yes, it's called Sea Sami Metaphors. So it's a kind of um, attempt to kind of create new pictures uh, from 
um, from things that are um, I grew up with in a way. And and uh, if you talk about Sami culture and abroad, you always talk about reindeers or or lavu or being on the move, you know. But there are so much. It's a very rich kind of. Uh, traditions going on and I try to find what I grew up with I use um, these old things and try to make new pictures try to create something new of it so it's yeah working on creating this something visual that is stronger than well let's mm. define the Sami just yeah. for the listeners that don't know what Sami is how would you describe besides your reference to nomadic yeah. indigenous culture of Scandinavia, not, Nor- not just Russia, Scandinavia, Finland, Russia, that's Sweden, right. and Norway. So it's it's a kind of a big area in the northern regions mm. of this continent. Yeah, and also like if you think far back, it's okay. You have been on the move, like, but it's also hunters and gatherers that has been kind of settle settling down different places. Um, but I feel also in this area where we don't actually have borders or we shouldn't have but we you know russia is <laughs> so, so is we, another country <laughs> yeah but we work we try we try to kind of keep it a bit open at least in in your mind think you know yes uh, uh yeah so so yeah i take these elements and work with them um um also using my my voice um as a I don't want to kind of use words too much, but more use my voice to kind of create feelings or or um, modes, or things I remember. The objects that were used in the performance, mm-hmm. your costume itself was made with a, a belt that had stones suspended from it. Yeah. What was the metaphor there? What's the meaning of that? The weight of, is that the weight of history and memory? That's one of them, but there are different so if I can tell the, the the base of this is actually it's a weave. This belt is actually a, from a weave, old-fashioned weave we use back home, with the stones hanging down to keep the threads. You know when you when you work and uh, and also this thing of you know putting stones in motion. It's like you know you can think big for universe or you can think for a kind of a community or people meeting. So yeah, there are many different. Um, I think. Um, uh, yeah. Symbols. Yeah, in, involved in, in, in that. East, yeah, um, yeah. So, and also, I feel that's um, important with sound, and I like acoustic sounds more than just to make up something. In especially in performance way, that it becomes very naked, and also I, uh, yeah, to to kind of I develop, I try to uh, more and more find ways how to kind of show who I am as well in this. And I feel that you can come close to me somehow, even though, you know, I don't know you. And uh, you did yeah. come close to me yeah. as you finished your performance. Yeah. What was the instrument you were using? A small, like a gong? Yeah, it's a, like a gong, yeah. Uh, and that's more to set the tone, a kind of a bass, bass tone for improvising. And um, the song, especially in the end, I was, um, you know, we have this, it's called Joik, and it's sort of, yeah, five tones you play with, yoik. So I try to be inspired by this way of using the tones, but still developing my kind of own sort of yoik. Yeah. What did you want us to experience? 
to show something of who I am in this, like me is also many others. So it's like, and also to see if you can find something that you, you know, connect with. Maybe you made some new pictures in your head for this event. Um, I wanted to connect with you. It's a circular performance. Yeah, yeah. To see if we can try to communicate, but still... Create a tension between the cultures that we come from and yours. Yes, and also so I, I get new inspiration meeting you. So for next performance, I already thought new things, you know, and um, I based think on our response, yeah. the feeling in the room, your own sensorial experience of performing. Yeah. And also I feel this, I feel it's kind of a, there's something that has to come through with the voice as well. There is something important. So some people say like, oh, I got to breathe today. Yeah. Um, so find some space for connecting deeper. One of the deep-rooted connections with Sami culture came quite unexpectedly through the voice of Andy Sombi, an expert in Sami history. Several times during our visit, he astonished us with his yoiking. Once he sings a traditional story about his friend, the mosquito. I sting you because blood is so sweet. (laughs) I sting you because it's through this little sting that you notice that you are alive. But the day when the crows have turned white, then I'm done with my task, which is to guarantee the continuance of life. Two girls 
the mosque. When we visit the Tromso Contemporary Art Center, we're met by Sambi's venture into contemporary art, a multi-channel sound installation titled Yoiking with the Winged Ones. He created this project in collaboration with Ellen Marr of Roast Artist-in-Residence program and Chris Watson. The work merges the contemporary and deeply traditional. The music he makes enters the landscape of the Lofotan Peninsula in the far north of Norway. His voice echoes back and forth, rising above the bird song. Our encounter with contemporary Norwegian art takes us to a makerspace. We visit artist studios in a building that used to be a hospital. The space goes by the name of Kisten, part of the Troms County Culture Center. Along the tour, I come upon a large studio bursting with stacks of bright fabric, mounds of colorful used clothing, long tables with sewing machines, and signs of recent protest. This is the atelier of Charlotte Nielsen, advocate of slow fashion. Reinventing old clothes piece by piece, she merges traditional Sami-style clothing with contemporary dresses, shirts, and coats. Importantly, she teaches others how to make their own hybrid fashions. My name is Charlotte Nielsen. I'm living in Tromsø in Norway. <laughs> I'm and a Sami artist. And your project is? I redesign clothes and uh, I do a, a different uh, work, but um, I redesign clothes and uh, I do some installation, uh, interactive, I invite the audience, I have redesigned cafe, boutique, and now I'm uh, working with the fabric. Uh, I do, the, the last project is the, the um, recycling revolution. We are demonstrating in the street and we have the megaphone. We are against the fast fashion, so slow fashion is the thing. 
Here's the sound of a recent demonstration that Ilsen led on May Day 2017. Workers' Day was the opportunity to assemble in front of Town Hall to chant phrases such as shopping is not a hobby, do not consume, create yourself, DIY. On our last night in Tromsø, we gather at the local theater to witness a presentation organized by the Transborder Café. Artist Amin S. Sven's performance lecture questions the political landscape of the Nordic region that borders the Barents Sea by imagining the possibility of forming a United States of Barents. Historically, people of this region have felt controlled by the South, neglected by the South, and dependent of the South. But not anymore. <laughs> we now had an area booming with self-confidence, natural resources, warm weather, oil, fish, and cheap furniture. As a native of the USB, I can only speak for myself. And last time I checked, I was unable to count the number of things from IKEA in my home. <laughs> my kitchen is from IKEA, my sofa is from IKEA, my bed, and of course an endless number of lamps, pots and pans, mirrors, curtains, <laughs> towels, candles, knives, spoons, toys, etc. I have also performed a lot of music on instruments from IKEA. And I have made one piece of music that would not at all, not at all, be possible to perform without Ingvar Kampras low-cost instruments. Um, today I am performing this piece on the IKEA model of Faririk, <laughs> colorful, with, which uh, is manufactured in Romania and China. And I am going to end uh, this presentation now with performing that piece for you um, and I would like to dedicate the piece to the five peoples of the Barents and to their better everyday life.
We watch on a screen the projection of Sven's percussive performance on a set of five IKEA plates. As each plate shatters in turn, he reduces them to rubble and then shapes them into a map of the northern region, the future United States of Barents. Fresh Art International. I'm Kathy Bird. You've been listening to a selection of sounds I captured while exploring the contemporary art scene in Norway. Indeed, these field recordings represent only a glimpse into the world of visual and sound art, performance, installations, exhibitions, and public interventions that are coming out of Norway today. For more information, visit Fresh Art International. You'll find over 100 listening experiences anywhere you go for podcasts. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned for more contemporary art talk. <laughs>